Yeah. Don't turn it up, please. Hey, it's your man Ben Sparrell with Thinking Out Loud. Sorry if I was playing with the microphone, but you know how it is. How you doing? It's another day. All right, so let me get into this story right here. This one is in Oklahoma. It's an Oklahoma triple murder-suicide. A mother, 39 years old, kills a 10-month-old baby boy, a 6-year-old son, and an 11-year-old daughter. Hold on. All right. Uh, Oklahoma investigators have identified the woman believed to have killed her three children and then herself after an hour-long standoff with police in Virgigris on Thursday. I guess that's a town. Um, Brandy Mc Brandy McCaslin. Brandy McCaslin, a 39-year-old, shot and killed her children before shooting herself. The Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation stated. The triple murder-suicide happened in a small town just northeast of Tulsa. At around 4 p.m. on Thursday, police officers on patrol noticed fireworks erupting outside a home near the East Dogwood Court. Near the East Dogwood Court and Cypress Street, according to the uh, Oklahoma Investigation Bureau, whatever that is, the Oklahoma State Investigation people, the officers went in to investigate and discovered an armed and barricade woman in the residence. Uh, officials said that the office tried to make contact with the woman and that that's when the standoff began. Police called for backup and multiple responding agencies were outside the home for the next three hours, including SWAT team from the Cherokee Nation. After no response, officers entered the home and discovered Mrs. McCalson and her three children dead inside. It was determined that Ms. McCalson, McCaslin shot all three kids and then turned the weapon on herself. Officials stated the children were 10 months old Billy Jacobson, six-year-old son Bryce, and an 11-year-old daughter Novi. The Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigations did not immediately respond to a request for comment. State Bureau agents are working with the Virgigris Police Department in on ongoing investigation. Neighbors set up a memorial for the children on a tree in front of the house. Local news sources reported Bill Salwatcher, who lives nearby, said he witnessed the standoff and saw multiple police officers attempting to get Miss McCallislin to surrender. I think it was around 3 p.m. and the police officers were here in massive numbers. He told news sources, those are the guys I really feel sorry for since they have to go through that. Blake Forsman, whose family lives across the street, said he would often see Miss McCaslin waiting for the children at the bus stop or loading up a truck. I did see the kids come in and off the bus a couple of times, 
Mr. Foreman told news sources. He described the house as being in poor condition with the garage windows shattered and bikes and toys strewn about the overgrown lawn. So she wasn't keeping up with the house. Obviously, there was some stress with this lady. All right. Mr. Foreman's force man said he had previously done repair work on their fence so their dogs wouldn't get to his. They looked like normal kids, he told news sources. They would get off the bus, run inside, ride, and ride their bikes, just normal children. The community is heartbroken. The pitiful part is those kids had nothing to do with it, uh, Mr. Southwetcher stated. Now they're gone. Those kids were the future of America. All right. They sure was. Uh, I don't know what the situation with, with the mother, what happened. I don't know if she was stressed out. I don't know if she's going back and forth with the baby father. Now, I don't know if they're going to even put out more details on this particular story right here. Uh, triple murder, suicide. You know what I'm saying? She turned the gun on herself at end. So I don't know what stress that that um, lady went through, you know? Something obviously went wrong in that household. And these are the stuff that I report so people could listen to it. So you could know what's going on around you so you could be alert and vigilant, you know? This is, this is grown talk right here, but I do invite the young people to listen because they will be smarter. Pretty sure, you know, young ears to my podcast is going to get gain some type of intelligence and stuff like that. That's what I'm about. So feel sorry for those kids for real because you didn't know what they would have become. They probably would have became an asset to American society. And Lord knows we need a good asset. But uh, gun violence once more. I don't even know how many gun violence I've reported so far. I have well over more than 300 episodes already. I know I'm past 300. I, I lost count. I lost count at uh, 230 episodes. I know I'm 300 in. I already know I am. If I'm not, then I'm damn near close to 300. But I believe I'm past 300. So let me see what else is up there on the news. All right, Chicago crime, woman shot in the head uh, while, what, driving inside her vehicle? Another one? This is in Chicago. I did a similar story like this in Atlanta. That's just to show you what's really going on in all of the major cities in America. America. I need to jump on Detroit. I forgot to jump on Detroit. I'm going to have to jump on that. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of nonsense up in Detroit, but I got to keep reminding myself to do that. I don't be trying to forget Detroit, but we in Chicago right now. A woman was shot in the head while inside a vehicle in Woodlawn Sunday morning. At about 9.13 in the morning, a 34-year-old woman was inside a vehicle on the 400 block of East 66th Street. On East 66th Street, when a an offender approached and began firing shots at her direction. Police stated, uh, the woman was shot in the head and transported to an area hospital in stable condition. Oh, okay, she's still alive. Wow. No one is in custody. Area 
uh, one detectives are investigating. So this is uh, something that's just popped off. Wow, that's crazy, bro. That is crazy. Uh, let me see. Uh, renovations begin on Emmett Till's home, Chicago. Chicago man accused of shooting and wounding 64-year-old man in the park. See, gun gunshots all the time. Uh, convicted con artist Anna Sarikin releases single while under house arrest. They they glamorize criminal shit. You see, uh, woman's remains found in 1985 finally identified as search for killer begins. This is an old school thing right here. Army secretary says soldier who crossed into the North Korea may not have been thinking clearly. Like what he I, I covered this. I covered this, but let me see. Cause these gotta be new details and stuff. If it's the same thing, I'm gonna know if it's the same thing, then I'ma just like cut that out. The U.S. Army soldier who crossed into the North Korea earlier this week may not have been thinking clearly, um, obviously. Army Secretary Christian Wormuth stated, Ms. Uh, uh, Wormuth, I don't even know if it's a miss or a ma'am. Uh, uh, Wormuth, Christian Wormuth, was speaking at the Aspen Security Forum when she was asked, okay, it was it's a she. When she was asked about Private Travis King, who was headed back to the United States after being released from a South South Korea prison for assault, when he joined a tour group heading to the heavily guarded demilitarized zone, known as the DMZ, that separates the two Koreas, which are still technically at war after signing and. Armistice Armistice in 1953 or Armistice uh, King Private King was with the tour group when he abruptly crossed into the north which is considered one of the world's most repressive nations he is a young soldier he was facing consequences I imagine he had a lot of negative feelings uh, Mr. Wormoth told NBC News correspondent Courtney Cube, he may not have been thinking clearly, frankly, but we just don't know. Uh, King, Private King was headed to Fort Bliss in El Paso, Texas, to face disciplinary charges from the Army when he failed to board his flight and joined the tour group instead. Wormoth, Mrs. Wormoth said Washington has tried to make contact with uh, Pyongyang through multiple channels, but has not heard back. I guess that's like a, a state of the North Korean or something like that, some state or some city or whatever. Wormworth said she was concerned about King's safety and well-being due to the North Koreans' history of mistreating American citizens, even those who have willingly defected to the communist regime all right what we want to do is get that soldier back into our custody i worry about him 
And frankly, she said, it makes me very, very concerned that Private King is in the hands of the North Korean authorities. I worry about how they may treat him. She noted the case of college student Otto Wamber, who was released by the North in 2017 while he was in critical condition. He died in the hospital six days after his return to the United States. Wamber was detained after taking a propaganda poster from the hotel he was staying in and was accused of subversion. Damn, bro. That is crazy, guys. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Private King did a crazy mistake. I don't know why he did what he did. You know? I I, I heard other reports that he was doing, like, some TikTok stuff. And he was trying to be funny or something like that. That's what I heard from another news source. I don't know if I heard that from the Breakfast Club. or I don't know, but I, I can't say where I heard it from. I don't remember. So... Just in case somebody want to clickbait this, you know what I'm saying? But it's crazy, though. Uh, what else they got on here? I don't do too much of the politics. Let me go to the Detroit because I ain't never went there. I got to go to Milwaukee, too. I be forgetting about them places and stuff. Let me see. Let me type it in real quick. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Gotta do it like that. Let's see what's up in here. I be doing all of the major cities. Uh, J.W. Westcott pulls second man from Detroit River in two weeks. A motorcycle launched on I-94 in Detroit after rear-ending car that abruptly pulled in front. Man hospitalized from lightning strike in St. Clair County. Detroit police man shot multiple times, killed on city's northwest. Speeding motorcycles critically hurt on the lives. MSP arrest two men with a rifle, brass knuckles, and a dozen daggers in the car. Damn, they had a lot of shit on there. I'm looking at the picture of the people that got arrested with a bunch of weapons in the car. Well, I'm probably going to be back with another segment. I'm going to hook y'all up and stuff like that. I'm going to, like, drink some ice cream or something and water, a lot of water, because my stomach still hurt from Sunday night. But I'm going to hit y'all up with another segment. Don't worry. It's your man, Vince Farrell, with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube, Box Benji, and follow me on Instagram, Box Benji. Wanna make a podcast? Spotify. Got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, 
you can get started today. Then you can get it distributed, your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it took my talent to a whole nother level, and I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. I highly recommend it. You give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters on your app store or go to the www.spotify.com podcasters to get started.